0: sister Abby and my buddy Mike question for you all who was your first love and why didn't it work out
1: make you assume it didn't work out <laughs> <laughs> <we're> single, Mike.
2: <laughs> let's start with you doc um that's a hard one I mean I want to say Benny my dog because he's obviously the best
0: that's a good first love
2: but he's a dog so that's obviously never gonna work out I like humans okay um ouch but on all seriousness, <laughs> I think my first love is probably Brian O'Connor. For those who know, no who rest he is. In peace. Rest in peace. Um, when I heard that he died, my heart hurt a little bit. So mm. I feel like there's a lot of feelings there. So
0: what was it about him that
2: I don't know? Just you? everything about Brian, like he was active and loyal and just. Very attractive, (laughs) (laughs) he Um, was
0: kind of a little bit of the quiet type. And your dog is that is that that also something you're attracted to?
2: I like quiet. Uh, I don't feel like Brian, he was like strong quiet, like he talked when he had to talk, sure. But it's not like he was the life of the party all the time, which is okay, too, you know. Yeah, but um, apart from him, he is gone, so I got nobody else. (laughs) i am still looking for the real first love so we'll see what about you mike
1: so my first love was my mom so Uh -uh. she was the first Uh person to hold me first person to you know that i saw i don't know like i think the doctor was probably the first person i saw but my mom was there from the very beginning so Uh i'm a mama's boy so it did work out because we're still together <laughs> my mom is still <laughs> in my life but now if we're talking about um someone other than that you know i was thinking about that mm-hmm. and i don't know if i guess Maybe i'm kind of in ever. the same ab- uh, boat as abby because i've definitely like liked girls or you know definitely been you know infatuated and i mm-hmm. think that may be a better yeah, term that's for it what i mean i don't know if i've actually ever been Because I've never really gotten the opportunity to, I don't know, like get to know them and, you know, deeper and actually have that feeling of love become more mature, become, you know, something else. It's always just been like, you know, just kind of the butterfly moments when you meet someone at the first Mm -hmm. time and then boom, they're gone. Not that the, the feeling's gone, but, you know, I've just, I feel like the girls that I've liked in the past, they've... You know, they've never really been around long enough. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not the type of guy sense. that like always. Like, I'm 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 kind of a weird case because like I I don't like you know I don't just see a girl and then immediately like like her you know it, it I'm kind of picky like that but when I do decide to like like someone when I do if someone does catch my eye You're I go all in and sometimes it's hard to get out <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so you know that's you know, kind of how I am, but.
2: But you make a good point that, you know, you decide that you like somebody, you know, love is a choice.
1: Yeah, you know, you just kind of think about it and then I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I love it. But uh, I think that would, possibly, that would probably be the reason why, you know, really ever worked out because they were just kind of never around, you know, the girls that I seem to like, seem to always live far away or i meet them at an event Mm -hmm. and then i'm like man you know and then it's just there's not enough time to develop anything you know i have to find someone i guess closer or you get closer (laughs) or i get closer yeah Yeah. Yeah. or god does something (laughs) for
0: for mine i guess you guys know her very well i don't know to me she was the perfect mix of beauty smarts and silliness
1: i am running a blank here i can't (laughs) i'm looking at you like come on mike you know this
2: this. mike
1: okay edit it out who is it okay uh oh okay i was thinking way back even before that okay yeah okay really
0: oh okay yeah to me she was again that that perfect blend uh and she was never really into me um and that's kind of a shame uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, yeah i mean it sucks when you're because in, when i mean i guess le, le, like in my mind's eye i feel like we could have worked out we could have worked out um and the
1: parents thought so too
0: uh no no, no? I, I, mean, I mean i wouldn't say that <laughs> oh, okay uh, i thought she said maybe Bales. they came around i mean they did come around later oh, okay that's, that's after the fact that's after oh, okay that uh ship sailed Oh, okay um but yeah uh if you want to hear more about this story i guess you have to tune into the extra episode that's hap- that's occurring you'll have to find that on the website as well uh that's going to come out uh in the first or second monday of um september so that's going to be exciting
1: oh, okay what time cool. is that make sh- i'll make sure to tune into that <laughs> <laughs> Home exclusive oh yeah
0: Today's episode uh, is a little bit different because it's a little bit heavier and it touches on a deeper topic that is more and more prevalent every year and every time or just as time passes on mm-hmm. um, to the point where like it's become its own thing uh, where you know mental health means <laughs> different things to different people mm-hmm. uh, and it's just kind of become a catch-all term. Um, but as it relates to the context of dating and making sure that we're ready, right? Because this first season is about making sure that we ourselves are ready. successful and ready individuals, mm-hmm. you know, to better our, or, or, or I should say to have a better chance at when going to date mm-hmm. uh, and making sure that it's a successful dating time, period. Mm-hmm. Why would you kind of say that, like, it's rather important, Doc?
2: Well, I think mental health is so important because it involves your inner being of like who you are as a person. And our whole body is connected, right? We are biophysical, spiritual people. And our brain is our command center. And if we don't got our brain working right, that affects all the rest of our body. That's and true. when it comes to mental health, when our brain is working right, that means our thoughts are working right or at least we are working on them to improve them so that then our actions are better our feelings are better we're just overall happier so i feel like if we improve our command center or our motherboard per se we can be better individuals and we can also relate to other people better
0: you know i think the bible even mentions as well as ellen white how and i mean science has caught up to say the fact that Right. Internal, Science catches
1: up to the Bible. That's amazing. Yeah. To the
0: fact that internal health is equally as important to external health.
2: Yes.
1: Well, they're I, they're part of the same thing. They're all connected. They're, one the same. they're all connected. You can't have one without the other.
0: Agree to agree. That that That's why when it comes to um, advice that some professionals give to people, like suffering some through depression or whatever it may be, do exercise. Do something to exercise your body because you know if you the healthier your body, the healthier that your mind will be too. Um, and it can also work, but I mean it, it, the other way around yeah. too, right? If you're struggling in your mentals, you know you, you're gonna struggle with your body composition, with the way you look at your body, with the way you either let yourself go and if or you have something like that, And
2: the other way around too. Whereas if you have a strong mental state, you can be going through a lot of things physically, but you can endure it better.
0: Agreed. Mm-hmm. So
2: even pain tolerance, right? There's studies out there that show that your mind controls a lot of your perception of pain and how you endure it. So it is so important to really know our minds and how to work with them.
0: No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, good point. I think another reason why uh, discussing mental health in the context of dating is important is because relating to the opposite gender can be tricky when we have unsolved issues. That's where you know we get terms like, oh, well, she has mommy issues, you know, daddy issues, daddy issues, etc. etc. Um, I trust I feel like issues, trust issues. People can get confused when you know seeing certain signs, they start attributing them to pain and hurt, they start projecting to the other person, and then that can affect your
1: dating life. Yeah, it's well. just, I think it's just, a, you know, it comes down to trust, you know. if. Mm-hmm. And I was going to kind of say this, and I don't want to like interrupt you. um, But like most um, like mental health disorders, and I think we should kind of define what mental health um, like issues are, especially when it comes to like illnesses, (laughs) (laughs) like it, like I looked it up. Um, It's by definition, um, our health conditions involving changes in emotion thinking or behavior. That's Mm. right. So, and you know, when you look at the Bible, like I think, one of the reasons why it's very important um, to talk about this is because everybody has dealt with some type of mental health concern mm-hmm. and not just like, um, you know, in you know, whatever life event happens here, but just because we live in sin. And, you know, when God created us, you know, he created human beings in a perfect world where there was peace and there was no problems and anything but one of the very first mental health issues that we see in the bible comes in genesis when adam says he was afraid Hmm. Hmm. yeah i mean that's like that's one of the mental health conditions like fear fear like when you're in a constant state of fear it
2: it's anxiety it it,
1: it affects it starts to deteriorate your health Mm
2: -hmm. and so from the
1: very beginning and so like every human has faced that ever since and so you know, is definitely.
2: And it's the most, I would say it's the most common emotion, fear.
1: Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> it's the it's, first
2: yeah. and the most common.
1: Yeah. Because they're just fear of the unknown, you know, and then fear in relationships.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, that's a good point because I feel like if we don't deal with and get a grip on our own mental health, uh, we'll start to look for choosing the wrong people to date. We can choose the people that we perceive to be a savior. To our current emotional situation, instead of looking for a partner uh, who can actually uh, complement our lives and who's complementary to who we are
1: as people, yeah, I think a lot of that is also just due to people just you know going back to that fear that we talk about that we talked about. um, You know, a lot of people they're just afraid of you know being alone, or they're just afraid of being seen as um, not. I don't know like attractive or whatever the case may be. They're just they just have fears um, That come with being single and Mm -hmm. they just can't see themselves being single whether they have their own like some insecurities Mm -hmm. or They're you know afraid of uh, the environment that they live in You know a lot of that comes down to it. And so they just grasp at whatever They feel like is you know easy uh, easily attainable or whatever they feel um, in their head can um, get them that type of security that they're looking for.
2: Sometimes I feel like we gravitate towards what we know or what we're seeing, what we think it's normal. Mm. right? So that goes back to our parents. Um, how did we see our dad react? or how did we see our mom react? Um, or treat or, us or treat
0: and or their or, or their, their
2: relationship in it of themselves. Mm. So whether we like it or not, the way we relate to the opposite sex a lot of the times is determined by the way we saw or at in least our guided parents. by
0: not necessarily determined but it's influenced by
2: i feel like it can be heavily influenced so much unconsciously mm. that you just do it right the same as like little kids pick up your mannerisms in a very unconscious way i feel like the same is the way we can relate to others and you have to consciously work on those things sometimes but- or say you I'm not going to do it this way because that's just how we were taught.
1: If, yeah. and the, not even how you're taught, it's just what you like observed.
2: Exactly. But,
1: you know, it's interesting because I was like, you know, Googling like some stuff and, um, you know, I was trying to find out what are the main causes for mental health like issues, you know? And the number one, it seemed to be consensus amongst like the sources I was looking at was abuse at home. A lot of times starting from wow. childhood wow. abuse. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it be verbal Sexual, physical, hmm. a lot of the mental health issues that we see stem from abuse that comes and starts at the home or within an intimate relationship.
0: And let's be honest, that makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Because that's where that's, the basis of who mm-hmm. you are and, your, and how exactly. you experience the world is based on mm-hmm. uh, and is founded on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. that kind of goes to show the fact that if you don't know who you are or if you don't kind of make consciousness of those things, who you date or even who... you who who is on your radar can change yes um because there i mean now that i've kind of developed a little bit more Mm -hmm. there are some girls in my past who i'm like yeah that was not like I, i like because i didn't know who i was to the extent that i do now that was not probably the best decision or i can see why i was looking for something that you know wasn't a partner uh, or vice versa.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so. And I mean, I, I, I would say also that a, a huge thing with mental health is just sin. You know, we live in a, such a sinful world. That's and a good point. it's a lot of the times we, um, we have it in our ourselves. Like for example, some people have depression from the time they are very little. And um it could be generational that's just like in your DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. sometimes it's like not so easily explained because then some people could be like there was never no, never abuse in my household, you know, how come I have depression? How come I have mm-hmm. anxiety? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a very good point to make that some things are just yours. They're just in your DNA that are there sadly because of sin. Yeah. And um that and that's can be worked on
1: but this world you know the environment that you live in can also
2: oh yeah for sure you know yeah.
1: like make it worse i was yeah. actually talking to a friend of mine about that today like he um struggles with um depression and anxiety and i asked him if he had it in his family and he was like yeah you know my sister my mom have it but he also told me that he struggled um with depression because he was bullied and he mm. actually um suffered through um some sexual abuse by a friend of his. Wow. And so now, you know, he has a lot of fears and it's definitely affected him in his life. A real nice guy, but, you know, um, it's it's real, you know, for him especially, um, so.
0: And and like, these are topics that we definitely want to get into, especially like dating with depression or even dating someone with depression. Um, or, whatever mental illness, but that's something that we'll definitely cover in a different episode when we get into the more nuances of actually dating. But as we kind of focus specifically on making sure that we're strong and developed individuals before we date, um, I kind of want to touch upon some easy action items that can help us get a better grip on your own mental health that can, again, better your dating life and better you as a person, whether you decide to date or not, or whether you're called to singleness or not. Um, So the first of those I would say is to talk to um, a mental health professional.
2: I would actually say the first one, at least for me, Mm -hmm. would be to seek guidance from God. Yes. Um, Especially Mm. as a Christian, I believe that, um, like God has said, you know, with me you can do nothing. And yes, there are tools out there, there are mental health professionals that he has equipped with the gifts to help other people mm-hmm. navigate their mental health. But at the end of the day, I feel like God is the ultimate healer. And um, before we seek out um, human help, we, we have to make a priority to seek God first. Exactly. And um, I was actually um, reading here in this book before we started, uh, steps to christ it's one of my favorite books um and it's actually talking about how um like in job fourteen four, it says can you bring an unclean thing a clean thing from an unclean thing or um the carnal mind is an enmity against god for it is subject to the law of god not indeed can be Neither so can then me. it says Education, culture, the exercise of the will, human effort, all have their proper sphere. But here they are powerless. They may produce an outward correctness of behavior, but they cannot change the heart. So I love that because God is the one that's ultimately going to make that change. And with mental health, um, you can go to all the therapists and they can give you all the tools. But at the end of the day, God is the one that's going to be doing the renewing of the mind. Exactly. The renewing of your thoughts, which oh is what God. CBT is, changing your thoughts.
0: Can, can, you, can you define what CBT is?
2: Yeah, so CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy. And the premise of it, I'm sure a lot of you know about this by now, is that um, our thoughts influence our actions and feelings. And it's all one big revolving thing that one, that one affects the other and vice versa.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, so if that's CBT – and our thoughts, like God says, "I know your thoughts. Like, I knew you before you were born." So it's like, He's the ultimate CBT CBT therapist,
1: literally know, the one well,
2: that can renew the mind completely. Mm-hmm.
0: I've experienced that personally.
1: Yeah, and it's funny, it's interesting, uh, and I'm kind of just gonna piggyback off of that because when you read the Bible, there's a lot that God says that's always about you know that peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, that calm spirit um and it's funny because one of the, the like the literal names when you read isaiah 9 6 god um when the they are prophesying about the first coming of jesus christ as a baby mm-hmm. and isaiah 9 6 says and he will be called wonderful what counselor counselor jesus is a counselor yeah, <laughs> he is. mental health counselor and mighty god obviously everlasting father and then lastly the prince of peace okay. it's like god knows that mental health i'm not gonna say it's like he knows definitely knows that mental health is like the biggest thing we have to face in combat due to sin here you know mm-hmm. because I a mean, lot of sin,
0: times, let's be honest sin is an internal issue it is. S- yes. S- sin, sin is not just correcting actions. Mm-hmm. It's about correcting the heart and correcting mm-hmm. the mind.
1: But there are external forces and that and internal forces internal. that affect it and they're here because of sin. And we started we stated at the very beginning you know, sin brought fear into the world. Adam yeah. said he hid from God. Like you hid from your father because you were afraid. Mm-hmm. That's what sin has caused. And that's like a mental health and issue.
2: It's no wonder that that's exactly what Satan attacks. He attacks your mind, mm-hmm. where you put your attention, where you put your focus, your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like he knows that if he can get you in your mind, he's got you. He doesn't need to do anything else. The mind is he's the most right here.
1: powerful thing that we have. <laughs> the motherboard. It is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously you need the heart, you need like all the other body parts, yeah. but the mind, man, like.
2: That's the only organ I believe that mind... you can't change. And I would know
1: i mean i would know what? too I,
0: what do you mean the only what do you mean the only organ so you can't can get change? a new
2: heart you can get a new liver you can get a new leg you yeah, can get you everything get a brain But you can't <laughs> th- there hasn't been brain transplants oh yet. i thought
0: you said heart i'm like no mm, no 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 you could do you could do
2: heart <laughs> transplant okay but like i'm saying i would know because uh, i had a brain tumor like i lost mm-hmm. the piece I'm not getting that back. Oh, that ex- that know? explains it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought <laughs> she was because
0: it was my sister. But if you're noticing it too, <laughs> that why, that's what's going y'all. on. And on. No, no, no. No,
1: no, 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 just kidding. You're, you're great. Hey, no.
0: Doc. Um, what, what are some of the benefits uh, apart, like as a number two, right? Se- yeah. se- se- second to going to God mm-hmm. and seeking, you know, His help with your sin issue, with your heart issue, with your Behavioral issues too. Um, what would you say are some of the benefits of talking to a mental health professional?
2: I think one of the number one benefits of talking to a mental health professional is having a soundboard to bounce off of. A lot of the times we think a lot in our head, but that's just us, right? We mm-hmm. are not mm-hmm. an unbiased third person. So even just the thought of going to an educated individual who you can just spill out everything you got in your mind and they can come back at you and you're like, well, you said this, this, and this.
0: Without judgment.
2: Without judgment. And it's like, why? And then they can ask you um, questions, specific questions that can help you pinpoint different things that you would have never thought of before because you're not an unbiased person and you think that you just, everything is, and you might have distorted thinking. So the sounding board is a big thing. Also, you can learn skills um, as to how to combat different um, emotions or like the ANTS, the automatic negative thoughts, um, how to work through those. That's a good acronym. I like that, ANTS. Yeah, yeah. A lot There's of people. all these
1: ad- acronyms. MBTA. Well, I mean, I didn't
2: come up with it. Um, I mean, it's everybody uses it, like Dr. Amen and stuff. So it's just, you know... Um, How to actually put into practice what you hear on Instagram or all these little Mm. things that say, think positive or blah, blah, blah. And And how
0: to discern whether it's good advice or bad advice. Or whether
2: it works for you, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And also, I feel like it's a safe space where to open yourself up. Because a lot of the times, especially when you talk about trauma, it can... It can take you back. It can revive old emotions. And let's say if it's something really big like sexual assault or whatever, if you're not with the right trained individual, you can regress, right? So that provides that safe space for you to adequately work through whatever it is you're working through with a person who's gonna guide you every step of the way. Mm. Because that is what a mental health professional is. It's a guide. They are not there to fix your problems. I'm sorry to break it to you guys. Um, they are there to kind of. That's why they're
0: not number one. <laughs> exactly.
1: And that's, yeah,
2: God is the one that can fix them.
1: Yeah, and, and that's why, you know, I think Jesus, when he was on earth, you know, he did so much work because, you know, it wasn't that he was just helping their needs, it was their spiritual needs too with mm-hmm. the physical needs. Yeah. And so he combined the two, and that was able to, you know, he was able to spread the gospel, you know, so much more. It's always a heart issue. First, well, yeah, he, he would tell people, your sins are forgiven, rise up and walk. Because people, they had, like, mental anguish. They were scared that they were saved, that, that they weren't saved. Yeah, mm-hmm. like um, the one man who was brought in the through the roof. the pool of
0: Bethesda. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, or the guy at the pool of the bed oh, sorry, Seda. Different stories. Well, but yeah. the same <laughs> thing, same thing. They, there were sin issues in the life. Yeah. And God would reach them through or talk to them about that or through that, um, those experiences. And then after they reconciled that, because obviously the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were, you know, casting people out. They were, you know, just hypocrites. They weren't good people. They were representing Christ. And so people lived in a lot of fear and they didn't have a relationship with God. And so Jesus came and changed all that. He told them your sins are forgiven. Like, I love you. Now rise up and walk. And the complete life was changed.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, And he knew how to reach those people. Right. For some people, he healed them first. Right. Before he said your sins are forgiven. Or for some people, he knew that it was that anguish inside that was killing him more than the fact that they couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like even a health professional, they're not Jesus and they don't know the what right. it is at the core. They can help you identify what is that first thing that we need to work on mm-hmm. before we open these other doors and it's it's
0: you have to build strength mental strength to be able to handle the
1: different issues and and it should be no surprise like you know as society goes farther and farther away from god like especially not being in school and Mm -hmm. can't do things in public places that we've had an increase of mental health problems
2: yeah like
1: like a big increase like especially in america you know where we have the most money and supposedly the most freedom (laughs) to -hmm. do things people here we have like Compared to other peer countries, we have higher depression rates, higher suicide rates,
2: yeah. than
1: you know other countries. That goes mm-hmm.
2: to show money, freedom, money, freedom. It they does not
1: mean a thing.
2: They they don't solve the problems of the soul.
1: They come with it does purposes. not. It we need God, and that's so why I'm a big supporter of you know obviously that health message. I try to go on mission trips to do you know like health, mm-hmm. um, you know yeah. um, like clinics and stuff like that, and. You know, we help people because that's, you know, how you fix people, you know, fix their physical needs, but it's the mind that needs the the real help.
0: Hey, Doc, um, you mentioned la- to me last night um, that you feel like most people, if not everyone, should try at least. to to, to try seeing a professional at least once and i know that like you know seeking help doesn't go against biblical principles first and foremost um god uses those Mm -hmm. um health uh, mental health professionals uh why do you think that um or why do you feel that everyone should go at least once
2: at least once um that goes back to one of my first points that it's even just a sounding board um where you can even just take what you're thinking or at least even take to your therapist of, this is how I've been processing life. Where's an area that I can improve?
0: Where's a blind spot?
2: Exactly. And um, we all have little blind spots that we don't even see, that we don't even address, that sometimes we are working on this thing, but there's this bigger thing here that we can't even see. That's That's why they're
0: called blind spots.
2: Exactly. So I think even just one time in your life, just going, talking to that person. And they can even tell you like, hey, you don't need to come to therapy all the time because not everybody needs therapy once a week. Agreed. Um, And it's a conversation you can have with your therapist, the person that kind of knows, be like, hey, you know, here are some tools that you can use throughout your daily life. Like come back if you need some more. But like then they can also be like, well, this is something serious and you need, you need a little bit of more work that I can help you guide you through it in a healthy way. Um, so that's why I think that at least everybody should go once, especially um, sometimes for like big decisions. Like for example, marriage. It's like a huge altering life decision. Yeah. Um, I think... Huge well, we have marriage in counselors. In the- exactly. exactly. Well, that's, that's what she's
1: referring to. Well, it usually goes to the pastor for counseling, don't you? You can like- do both.
2: Yeah, you can do both. Uh, yeah, I have... But I feel like even uh, we have premarital counseling, and I feel like a lot of the times, just go to premar- people go to premarital counseling after they already agreed to marry someone.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, but that's weird, right? Because it's I too mean, late. How would you frame <laughs> it to someone saying, "Hey, like I haven't proposed yet. Um, I like you a lot, and I'm thinking that we're going in this direction." let's go talk to somebody to see if we're <laughs> see, <laughs> like, like 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 if we're it, apt I still think it for, can for be, marriage
2: i still think it can be a surprise yeah. as to when you propose but i feel like as a okay. christian if you're intentional about marriage and you're having that conversation mm-hmm. with your partner i feel like premarital counseling can be really huge into the fact of like giving you of like this is what marriage is So that when that does person Mm. does say, "Do you want to marry me?" You know that everything that comes along with it, because whether a lot of people like to admit it or not, after you say yes when someone proposes, it is very hard to take it back to say no. A lot of people get married just because they don't want to be embarrassed.
1: Yep, I almost had a friend do that.
2: Wow, a a girl. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like, do that counseling before you get married. My personal opinion. So that once you say that yes, you can fully say yes, well, they, knowing what is coming. Mm-hmm. So that's why.
1: The issue with my friend, by the way, was the person was not Christian, and, and he was Adventist. So, mm-hmm. but she was like, I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't want to say no because we had already planned everything exactly. Yeah. See,
2: yeah. or we already spent all the money. Yeah.
0: yeah. So we talked about going to God, number one, mm-hmm. seeking, yeah. you know, professional uh, help as number two. I think a third step, an easy step, um, is to just get to know yourself a little better. I feel like in, in an age of so much content, I mean, we're calling it content now, right? But it's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's audio, like something like this, or it could be video, like also like this, cause now we're doing video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether it's music, something is always in our ears, and I feel like we don't spend a lot of time by ourselves, like enough, um, to the point where we don't get to know ourselves and how we react, or or just take take into account to even just be aware of, hey, how is my life right now? Like, how do I feel? Am I like, h- am I scared? Am I neglecting something? You know, mm-hmm. like, am I avoiding? Like someone because I have some unresolved issues. Um, do I have some skeletons in my closet that I'm afraid to touch? Yeah. And it's affected my life trajectory, um, maybe irrevocably at this point. Um, there's a lot of things that, that we need to do to just get to know ourselves better. And I don't feel like it takes a lot of time. Um, if we just take, let's say, five minutes out of the day to just stop and think, what did I like that I did today? What didn't I like that I did today? What is something that happened to me that I enjoyed, and vice versa? Just getting, being aware of the different levels and the different things that occur around you and how you react, I think puts you in a better spot. Some advice that I would even put or put out there would be to like put yourself in new experiences try something new
2: i also think that another way you can get to know yourself better is by getting to know your family your family lineage your family tree you guys mm. remember back then it was more common in school you would have to do your family tree mm-hmm. that's like true your grandma or your grandma i mean i'm not and then school. you have to
0: come home and like ask, ask hey mom yeah you know who's grandma's mom Mm -hmm. what do you call her like is it great grandma i mean in spanish it's different because you have bisabuela then you have tatarabuela and then how many tataras can you put there it's yeah and
2: then all the all the fake family well they're not fake but all the names at least in dr (laughs) (laughs) you know who i'm talking about yeah
0: who are the real uncles and the real aunts nobody
2: knows if it's a real sibling or not yeah exactly (laughs) especially from the old generation i mean Uh,
0: interestingly we had we 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 had uh, somebody that grew up with us who we considered a sister because she uh, we grew up with her, but she was actually our cousin.
2: Yeah, um. yeah. So just like not only getting to know your lineage, it helps you know your phys- your physical health. Like you know, at the hospital or at the doctor, they always ask you like, you have does your family have a history of cancer, this, this, this. Um, you can also learn about the history of mental health in your family in the past. Mm, that's true, and not only it only knowing the past can help you not only feel alone that like other people in my family have struggled through this i am not alone i am not a unicorn i am not the only person in the world suffering through this but it can also help you um choose to decide to be different um i heard this saying that says the things you don't conquer now is the things that your kids will have to battle with yikes um So
0: And they're already starting from behind because they have a parent who can't even guide them.
2: Exactly. In that space. Exactly. So getting to know our families, the history, the different traumas, and how that has impacted and molded who we are, it is so huge because they are us. So we are them. Like we're one big unit. We're not just alone. You know what I mean?
1: I do. So I was gonna say, and those are very good points, but for me, You know, at least what I've tried to think of when I've like, you know, come back from places of just, I don't know, lowness or being Mm -hmm. uh, sad. Um, For me, I think it's important to understand that um, if I start to try to learn who I am, um, I just feel like I'm not comfortable with doing that because I feel like the person who I am may not be the person God wants me to be so i feel like and that's that's a scary thought right because you, because you see yourself so far from the ideal exactly and so you know i don't want to like and it's daunting and, yeah you know and i don't i don't want to go back into that same place and and obviously you know when it comes to your family and you know just learning things obviously that's great but i feel like it's important to also like re-identify yourself but through christ yes you know and and to know if you you know, like, start studying your, the Bible, praying, and I know you talk about that soundboard. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to a place now where, you know, I know my dad, he always says, prayer isn't posture. <laughs> like, when we we're having pastoral prayer, you know, if if you can't kneel, it's fine, because obviously there's older people they can't kneel, but, yeah. you know, prayer doesn't have to be, like, you closing your eyes all the time mm. or kneeling. Prayer can be sometimes don't even say Rifting it's prayer. To just, just talk. Mm-hmm. Jesus or God when he was talking to moses he said you know he invited moses to talk to him as a friend he's like come and talk mm-hmm. to me as a friend.'" and so mm-hmm. that's how i talk to god and i'd be like you know sometimes i'd be tearing up and i'd just be alone in my room in the dark and i'd just be talking to god as if he's right there right and i'd there be like god like why does this keep happening like what do you want me to do i don't know god can you help me here you know i mean? just talk to him like like i talk to you sometimes
0: right
2: he's like the yeah. perfect sounding board like
1: exactly because you know he knows exactly everything that you've gone through Mm because he's seen it right he's seen it he knows like the people um that are involved in the situation he knows everything and he knows exactly how to fix it and so that just gives me more confidence than anybody even though it's good to go talk to other people you know but you know just going back to you know rediscovering yourself through christ like once you do that and you you start to spend more time with him Mm -hmm. like those things in your life that you know you used to like or maybe that yeah. you would have gone towards before mm-hmm. in the past like you're going to be a different person yeah and it's going to lead you to a better place um corinthians uh 5 says therefore if anyone wasn't if anyone is in christ he is a new creation all things have passed away like i want to be like a new creation i don't want to like be you know going back to or maybe looking at things that I shouldn't look at, or going to things that I shouldn't do, or that it's not going to help me. I'm not saying they're bad, but it's not going to like you know help me become a better person, get me into a stronger mindset. Yeah. I see so, what you're saying. yeah.
0: Out of the three things that like you know going to God, going to a mental health professional, and also getting to know yourself better, I feel like it would be good to pinpoint what to actually talk to the health professional about, mm-hmm. what to talk to God about. And what to talk to even yourself about? Um, I feel like the first area of focus is um, yourself. Um, for example, like I put down here, what triggers you? Why does it trigger you? What motivates you? You know, what makes someone a future partner? You, you know, what makes you a future partner? Someone can count on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But going back on kind of what triggers you and what doesn't, um, Abby, what would you say? That's it's like something that. Or how does that affect um, knowing that, like get, getting to know yourself better? How does
2: that um, kind of tie triggers? in?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, if you know your triggers, you know what to do. Well, at least if you've if you've done the work of self improvement, mm-hmm. when you know your triggers, you know what steps you can take to um, combat the natural response usually unhealthy response that we have developed because of that action
0: and when i say trigger i mean uh an unplanned reaction that's usually you know big to something that you didn't anticipate and it's and, and it's usually a negative and it, can, reaction. and it can
2: be something simple too like for example if i ever hear my mom or my dad call me by my name my government name <laughs> 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 uh, like my hairs kind of stick up i'm like Oh my! I'm in trouble. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like get get the belt. (laughs) (laughs) That's a that's a trigger. Trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Or like I don't know if you remember Josh. Like whenever we get in trouble, and they'd ask us to come into the room, and kneel down to pray, before (laughs) we got a whooping. <laughs>
0: like I see where they were coming from, and this yeah, sense that like yeah. like they like we were walking Let's us through the process. Let's of like, pray you know, This this kind of sucks for me too, yo. I'll
1: be praying, pray it, Lord, don't give me a whooping. Stop the hand
2: <laughs> I mean, that would be, be our like, prayers, right? Like, right, right. And then,
3: Isaac. and then
0: their prayers I mean, uh, are like, God, about... I pray. I like, I I pray that they stop being idiots and you know get their stuff together.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. So but, like stuff but, like that. They're like.
1: My dad trick. would always be like, I'm doing this because I love you. I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't care right now. How <laughs> <laughs> no. do send you me down don't love bed, me? Talk yeah. to me softly. This is because of love. I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you no. want to see me cry? <laughs> no. That's funny. <laughs>
2: but, you know, God God rebukes those he loves. and so, mm. so yeah, Yes. There you go. He, so our parents, you know, they love us and they want us to improve. So they got to. Or at least they used to hit kids. I don't think they hit kids that much no more.
0: And
1: look at where society's at.
2: <laughs> you got entitled little kids. I
1: saw a... Uh, when I, was, I used to work at uh, Piggly Wiggly. It's a grocery store here in Wisconsin. Um, I was coming back from break. I saw a little kid, probably like me, four or five years old, in the aisle with his mom, kick his mom in the shin. Is not okay. And she was like, how could you kick me? I'm your mother. And then the kid was like... That would never You happen. better not call the cops on me, or, or you better not hit me back. I'll call the cops on you. I was
2: like. Yes, that is so st- <laughs> I just stood there. I was just like. If that so had I been I a black household, no.
0: uh, she would have left with a casket. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. For her child. Latino.
0: Black, Dominican, black if su- Southern white. No. <laughs> and to be clear, overreacting to this they is not too. the answer.
2: No, it um, is not. <laughs>
1: But I almost was gonna get involved. I was like, uh, if you hit her again, I'm gonna have to call the cops on you. That is domestic violence, kid. Yes,
2: it is. <laughs> that, gotta, that's where it starts. You gotta teach them young.
1: My mom, my dad always told me, like, the way you learn how to treat your future wife it starts at home. Mm-hmm. how you treat your mom and how you treat your sister.
0: Would you guys say you know uh, or, or, or can I have a sense of what triggers you? Yeah.
1: Where you are right now?
2: All of my triggers, probably not. Okay, I haven't faced all that life has for to, me.
1: To, to, to to you, give you, yeah. yeah. When you say trigger, triggers you to just like do like something.
0: Like I was like 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 I was saying like when they call her Izmirna. Oh
1: okay. She's like uh shoot. <sighs> you know. Oh yeah, you know definitely. Um, I think when people insult my intelligence or mm. you know they their specific words that definitely you know make the blood boil.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: um or when I see people um and I, I I try to I'm one that takes a lot of punishment sometimes it's not always the best way <laughs> to go about it sometimes you just need to remove yourself and just cut the cord um but mm-hmm. another thing you know when I see people who are rude and disrespectful to others that really gets me boiling or just like you know not um being sincere you know that that triggers me and, and it hasn't triggered me to like, you know, do anything crazy, but it definitely sure. gets the thoughts rolling and they're, they're not good thoughts. Okay, so now
0: while I say that, why do you think those things trigger you? Like Abby, for example, you were saying that it was because of the fact that... um. You know, like you had done something wrong or something like that. Mike, would you say you would know why those things trigger you? I mean, you don't. Have, yeah. You don't have to say it now, but like you've made yourself aware.
1: Oh, it's simple. I don't have to explain. It. It's just because I'm a sinner and I need Christ more in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have this friend who, um, he's he's a good guy, but like I I don't see him as much as I used to, or maybe I just don't. For for whatever reasons, he. Like, w- like when something bad happens, um, he, like I feel, like when something triggers him, he jumps to the worst possible conclusion as uh-huh. to why something happens. I know people like that.
2: There's I a lot of people
0: like that. There are a lot of people like that. And, <laughs> and, and I mean, as much as I want to be like, oh, don't be stupid about it it's 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 just life man like that's just the way things are sometimes that we just don't all understand you know what i mean i think a lot it's of it's just it,
1: hard I, I think a lot of it comes from past experiences because yes. people they, most they of it comes protect, from past experiences yeah because most people they want to protect themselves they don't want to go through that same thing again so they just immediately which is exactly why go.
0: it's super important to deal with those things while you're single now, and to focus on it, because if you don't, you're you're gonna interpret um, a certain action or a trigger as as malice. I mean, I, there there there's actually this quote which I completely abide by, and I I kind of took it to heart ever since I heard it, which was, "Don't attribute to malice what you can attribute to ignorance." In other words, just because someone messed with you or you know hurt you in some way. It's not always malicious. Sometimes they were just ignorant about it and didn't know.
1: But I can't, I can't fault people for acting that way, though, because, you know, when, when, when we say to be like Christ, you know, that can only go so far because obviously we're not God, <laughs> right? God knows the thoughts. He could see into the future, which makes it all the more impressive how he was able to stay on the cross, knowing, you know, that a lot of them didn't like him or how he was able to do anything. Right, because you just know those people—they're not going to appreciate, you know, what you do. It—it's it, astonishing how Christ can do that. He's amazing. I, I'm glad I'm not Christ because like if that, I was, <laughs> like, people would have been zapped out. The, that's just me. But um, yeah, I mean, any, like, sorry. It's just anyway. Like what I was saying, like, you know, I can't like fault people for doing that because we just literally do not know. No, no. But, God but that's tells what I'm us saying. How, like, God does tell us how to deal with it, though.
0: And I also feel like. It it's so much more difficult and so, like a weight to carry all the time when 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 you're attributing something to malice because now you want to hate this person or treat them differently or keep mm-hmm. them at arm's length when mm-hmm. they're in fact just being ignorant and
1: just don't know. Uh, Can you give me an example? Like if they sure. insult you like ignorantly, yeah. I, I um, that's so a interesting. So thing so to so, me.
0: so for example, um, I, I I talked to this guy about this girl who I liked. Um, at the time, he 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 had seen her and I interact. In fact, he was there um, when her and I first met, and he's like, "Oh, you guys should get together, etc., etc." And then, and I, and it'll just be honest with you, the chemistry was off the charts, and I love it. Uh, but at one point, um, she she kind of like took a step back, and then he's like, "Oh, dude, like forget about her, like <clears throat> like you know, you like to, like like don't talk to her again." A lot of girls are like this nowadays, yep. or. Um, just kind of generalizing and taking it to that level um, is not necessarily the case. That actually happened like super recently where um, a girl I'm talking to, she pulled away i mean she she See? kind of pulled away he's recently. not lying is he <laughs> that's the thing he absolutely was
2: he is mine
0: he, he yeah i mean like you you may not feel that way it's his
1: experience though he's probably I, gone I through right. his, that, his that she reached that out again man, times
0: and after i mean i understand that but that's like, that's exactly my point you can't go into dating with that kind of mentality in mind because everybody's different like she came back like i mean i saw her on on sunday this past sunday and i'm talking about two different girls here i mean it's not the same one but um the point is the one on some on, on 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 sunday sit sat me down and she talked about everything that she had been going through and why she had to pull away and, and i understood it at the time and it still hurt at the time but having like but not attributing it to malice when she did reach out i wasn't on the defensive like man like you had your shot and you missed it or um you know you're just like all the other girls you can't really go into it like that because though someone has hurt you in the past that doesn't mean that everyone is going to hurt you and i'll put it or i'll go even this far i know for a fact that i hurt my ex-girlfriend in some ways and if people knew knew how in In the ways I treated her badly, which I mean, mean, it's not like bad. I'm I'm not a terrible, like I wasn't a terrible boyfriend, but just for the sake of argument, I would want a second shot. Right. So I wouldn't want women to to think of me as, you know, that type of guy who like who he was three or four years ago or or just that one relationship during that, you know, in that one instance, that one time. Does that make sense? So so we have to be careful with generalizing and making sure that, that we know and that we deal with the things that trigger us because we have to go into the dating space. We have to go into relationships with an open mind, giving people the benefit of the doubt just like we want them to give us Ask the benefit
2: the of, the of the doubt too. There's something that I learned that I like. Um, Matthew Hussey says it a lot. It's... Um, Yes, you know, you don't know if that new person that you're talking to is going to hurt you. But trust yourself that you're stronger, that you'll be able to deal with it. So like people will let you down. And that's just a fact. And that's part of sin and the sinful world. But at the end of the day, you know, the only thing we can control is ourselves and how we react to things. And yes, you know, it might still hurt, but you can reorient yourself of this to like, like reassure yourself that, like you know, I still have value. Like you know, this person did something, but that doesn't mean everybody's like that, right? Because a lot of people You old. don't become, you don't get this whole pessimistic view on life.
0: But you have to go into it with a with a positive mindset. mindset. And, or, That's oh, like, my fault I, I know, I know, I know. So, but, so, so, but, so, going in with that generalization puts you in a in a bad like mental space, like when you go in.
1: I think today is very hard. It is to very hard be that way because like dating is so casual. Divorce rates are high. Mm -hmm. Like people are cheating on each other. I literally hear this at my job bro. Like there's married people with kids and they're cheating on each other with with people at work. That's sad. And they're open about it. I'm like how is this Yeah, that stuff it's just mind boggling to me. And so like there's just such a big lack of distrust and I can't blame people honestly for it. But like I think God gives You know, we don't want to be pessimistic, obviously. You want to like treat people who they are. Now, I'm not going to fault someone if they're, you know, taking a longer time to open up. You know, I don't want to like confuse positivity or not being positive with being protective of yourself because the Bible tells us to be harmless as doves, but wise a as a serpent. serpent. <laughs> and I wish I could quote that verse, but I and it's in the Bible, though, I promise. <laughs> it's yeah. in the show notes,
0: which you can find yes. on
1: Spotify or on our website or whatever. Yes, we have show notes. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I think I think it's like it, it, it's we have to like um understand that you know there's just going to be some people while it's not good to be pessimistic, they are going to have that wall up. Yes. But how do you how do I you mean, how do you deal with not going pessimistic? Like, what is well, I would the key thing to do
0: you go in with a with a with a positive mindset. How do you if, do
1: that? How do you get that positive okay, mindset? Well,
0: well, 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 well here is the thing: like you are going to encounter walls, and you are going to encounter um, roadblocks, but don't go in like. Looking for them, so cross that bridge when you get there is my point. So you go in That's happy. Hard.
3: It is hard. You go cross
1: a bridge. Right. You're get right.
0: Hurt it can be hard. Than done. It can be hard, but I feel like it's imperative because everybody's gonna have roadblocks. I have roadblocks I I I have things that I'm not good at and that I need to work on, and I I don't want like a girl that I'm talking to to go in with a mentality of. Oh shoot! Let me see what I can protect myself from him from because that's not giving me a chance, and I'm not giving her a chance. Yeah. She's, she's been her opposite before. Her.
1: She's probably had many boyfriends, daddy issues. Okay, you yeah. know what? That's that's probably Those true. Are all legit but things. I
0: would need to un- like she she would need to vocalize it when she's ready to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and, and to at least be able to say, "Hey, this is like a difficult area. I can't cross this bridge right now." But at least like to. Mm-hmm to evoke and to say something yeah. because le- leaving things up in the air is not going to help anybody out.
2: Something so. that um, I always think it's funny and me and my mom always laugh about it is uh, there's this guy, this psychologist um, in Dominican Republic that he's like, um, be nice selfishly. Like, That's interesting. Like don't do things for other people. Do them for yourself. Like for example, <laughs> yeah, assume the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> selfishly for yourself because when you assume the benefit of the doubt you give yourself more peace of mind because a lot of the That's, times i
0: find that so true when
2: you're thinking about everything of the, of the what ifs what if like what if this what if it doesn't you know like that is so much work in your head but like whereas like if you're going in like giving people the benefit of the doubt not naively right mm-hmm. being nice and just you know doing it do it for
1: your
0: own sake
2: for your own sake like <laughs> Selfishly, <laughs> even better,
1: do it for God.
2: There you go, do it Thank for you. God. And I
1: was trying to find where the parable is at, but there's a parable in the Bible where it talks about a man building his house on the sand, mm-hmm. and then the waves came and, and washed it away. Washed it away, and obviously yeah. the waves represent life. Whatever life throws at us, whatever torment, like it is impossible to um, build your house upon other people, upon yourself. Because you're gonna make mistakes people are gonna make mistakes yeah. people are just like mean like you know and, and so it's just impossible like eventually stuff's gonna happen where if all your you know your faith and your hopes and dreams are on that one person it's just gonna
0: that's a good wash way of away it.
1: but if you build your house on solid ground anything can come
2: and you'll, be and you'll
1: still be standing whether the person leaves whether the person you're pursuing because God is that talent ground exactly. for us Christians yes. because and, and we kind of mentioned this last episode because you know I had said where you know Christians we have that that, that um, home base to always go back to mm-hmm. whatever happens in life which is you know why I don't understand like you know how people can you know not buy into the concept of there being a higher being I mean, I, I just, can understand why, because people just want to live the lives they want to live. But, like, you know, it, you just have so and, much more peace and so much...
0: And to hope. be honest, they, they just don't know him like you do.
1: That's true. Right? That's true. But, like, just in general, like, I feel like, you know, once you believe in, in something that has, uh, like, who's supreme power, who, you know, you can go to for help when nobody else can help you, you can't even help yourself, that just does something mentally to you that's true going back to the mental health like it it helps you sleep better at night mm-hmm. amen to that I mean Daniel throwing in the lion's Then the next day or potentially even before that when they <laughs> when he had to get the answer to Nebuchadnezzar's dream mm-hmm. if you read it the Bible says that he got the vision in a night in a night dream mm. he was asleep <laughs> 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 Daniel was asleep He was asleep sound Peaceful yeah. Not knowing if he was going to live the next day <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, So yeah To circle back to um, Focus on uh, to the area of focus of yourself You know when you go talk to God When you go talk to your specialist And when you spend time with yourself um, I, I feel like it, it's also good to focus um, and, and to touch upon What is it that gets you out of the bed in the morning what is it that motivates you? And I even put in here um, because what that does is, why can your future partner count on you, right? Because if if that generator in there isn't built on solid rock, like uh-huh. Michael was talking about, uh-huh. if that doesn't run on a renewable fuel, um, you're not going to be somebody that they can count on. And uh-huh. guess what? That person mean, you know, if they haven't done their own work. They're not going to be somebody that you can calm down. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about, you know, um, the area of yourself and what motivates you, you know, knowing what pushes you forward helps you search for a partner that can complement you. Um, recently, I was um, bowling with my sister and a couple friends, and I was bowling the worst game of my life. I'm usually like a pretty decent bowler. Where was I? Um, not invited.
3: <laughs> that I don't terrible. know what I'm you are. Actually, it was, it was a like a spur of inf- the moment.
1: Very Thank impromptu. you. <laughs> I thought we were friends, but okay.
0: If only you lived.
2: <laughs> you live like fifty I'm miles. I'm here well. every week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever. Well, continue. I don't care. Wait, you actually work Saturday nights, don't you? Mostly. No. Okay.
2: Mm. That's good. To it know. was. It was something super like last. Yeah, minute. it was
0: last minute. Like they showed up last. And they minute. They showed
2: up without. Notice. Like with no
0: notice And it was kind of interesting But anyway The the point was I I, I was bowling the, the the worst game of my life And um, I You prayed no, to
1: Jesus Not joking okay.
0: Well that happened too oh, I did okay. pray about it I was like <laughs> man I don't know what's going on And I I mean I was just noticing That the ball Was always pulling right on me mm. And just pulling right And I was like trying to You know just Either my hand position Or my release Or just whatever It was just pulling right Almost every time And it was like embarrassing <laughs> But then <laughs> Just somewhere along the line, I mean, I got this thing to just put position myself more right, so that if it is going right every single time, either something was wrong with my fingers or my hand or something. If it is going right, you know, adjust <laughs> to the point, like adjust for your weakness. I like how he so, blames his
1: fingers or his hands. Yeah. <laughs> so hand. I
0: adjusted and and stood more to the left of <clears> the lane, and then instantly my my game just kind of took like a spike. And I was like, man, why the hell did I not think of this sooner? Mm. Like, I am stupid for not thinking about this. So then I actually started applying it in other areas of my life um, as to like, okay, whoa, like, what is it about, like, in what area am I struggling and how can I complement it? Um, it actually, like, um, put me to work more in tennis because working, I mean, I kind of gained uh a lot of pounds it like since the pandemic uh like an uncomfortable amount that i i mean i just don't like the way i look mm-hmm. or even feel i mean this is just strange i mean i'm used to being super skinny and whatnot but working out and just going on a treadmill is not something that i enjoy now i can psych myself go into it and i did for a while but then i kind of stopped just because i got busy and busy is not a good excuse i mean i just got I mean, I just stopped putting it a- a- as a priority. Mm-hmm. But what I did with bowling and kind of stood to the right, uh, I did with tennis in that it's something that I enjoyed. And then I-, I told you guys that that conditioning was the worst part of my game. So now I'm conditioning on purpose to like 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 I'm using tennis as an adjuster to help my 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 uh, my uh, physical and and like my physical health. So like. I, like I noticed, like muscles coming in, and like like my core is tighter. So like when you serve, I'm like, wait, like this this feels good. Like mm-hmm. like, like 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 am I back? <laughs> like like my calves are getting stronger and super sexy and whatnot. Oh boy, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's putting himself
1: out there, ladies. He's trying. <laughs> but to. the
0: point is, is like I I, I I feel like if we pay attention to those things, um, th- those blind spots, and we spend time with that, we can. Uh, uh, learn to adjust them so that, um, you know, we, we can uh, be better and also use it as fuel or motivation to, you know, get another goal or uh, what do you call it, complete another goal like I did, you know, through tennis. I'm also getting healthier and getting in way better shape. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what would you guys say is an example of that for you? Like, what, like, I mean, would you know what, 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 what burns inside you? And if not, um, why not
2: what burns inside me like my purpose for life sure i am and for- also
0: like some ways in which you've like um ad- like use that knowledge to adjust
2: yeah so i think my purpose or something that i've seen more and more is that my purpose is to serve i love serving others and um you've and done that through in the community you know, serving the community serving at church and stuff and um so a weakness of mine is that i tend t- to think that i'm right that my logic is the best logic
0: such a woman thing to say huh mike don't, uh, don't come at me like that uh, Gosh, you think you're
2: right too i think it's something that we struggle with kidding. in our family no, um is. but anyway i i i tend that's a weakness of mine that i've noticed and i've been working on it over the years and like for example like if i hear somebody and i'm like well they said it wrong or they're clearly off base or you could like give more information more context like um like very judgy as to like how people are doing things and or like even with my friends i'm like i told you not to do that like
0: we've been you through sh- this we've been
2: through this like you did it and then exactly that happened there's no need to be surprised um, at the so, consequences so i've um i've noticed that I, w- when you need to serve you know that judgmental attitude is not going to help it can be a barrier so mm. um i've i've been working on it in the sense of like when i hear something in that little voice inside me wants to go of like well they're completely off base Um, uh, I'm, I like, I have to like remind myself, like, you don't know everything. Like they have a different perspective on life. Like what they have to offer is valid and I can learn something from this. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that, that, that talk that I put myself through, like whenever I get that feeling to just go like, oh, like, you know, like, listen to me. Like, I know the way, um, (laughs) It's just kind of like, no, like I, I gotta push myself down and I feel like that has helped me uh, be more effective into like how I serve and how people perceive me instead mm-hmm. of more judgmental but like more open-minded. And I feel like that helps help me in my what I foresee is my main purpose in life, which is to serve
1: i like that yeah, and i kind of like that too. i think i struggled with that too I, I struggle with a lot of things but i <laughs> welcome we'll to old. the club I, kid <laughs> no like because in, in and you ever heard the term there's multiple ways to, to skin a cat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so your way is doesn't have to be the only way right exactly there's many ways to do things and you know that just makes life much better to know that there's multiple ways there's different things we can see and learn from and different ways how to do things and so i think that's definitely something that i also had to um to look at myself because you know i've always been put into leadership positions like when it comes to also doing church ministry and and stuff like that and so you know when you're the you know the guy who's supposed to you know lead sometimes you can forget how to just Be a follower sometimes, or just kind of be uh, somebody who helps, Mm -hmm. right? Right, that's a good point. And so, that can you know definitely help, uh, you know, not you know, realizing that can also you know cause conflicts and friction and stuff like that, you know, and people feel like you're undermining them or Mm -hmm. demeaning them. So, it's definitely important, and especially for a relationship, you know, I don't know i know we kind of have like the the, the 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 patriarchal mindset where you know the guy is the spiritual leader but not necessarily it's supposed to be you know both mom and or husband and wife together being spiritual
0: that's going to be a good episode yeah, yeah. we
2: were just episode. talking about that this week
0: uh yeah i was happy it was yeah we were talking about that um, uh, oh i opened the box i opened it. <laughs> 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 um to kind of circle back to um the, the like to apply to dating here and kind of our motivation. I feel like, um, like another good benefit of, um, knowing and finding out what motivates us and, and just kind of getting that, um, going is we might, we may find out that for some of us, our fuel is dad's approval or mom's approval or, you know, trying to, um, live out your dad's dreams for you or your mom's dreams for you. And that's not something that can really drive you um, to a healthy place. So the earlier that you know that, the earlier that you can pivot and then be able to access the God, the the, the, the life that God has for you.
2: I I wouldn't necessarily call them fuel. I would call it childhood wounds um, that drive you. Because I feel like fuel okay. gives you energy, whereas, like, when their childhood wounds, it depletes energy. Yeah. So think, um, of, so
0: think of, like, a non-renewable resource that just depletes from the planet. So, like, if you're striving for daddy's for,
2: approval, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you may be CEO, but, like, you don't have peace. You Like, you're exhausted. It so maybe, it isn't fuel. It's it's retracting from who you are. So I feel like a better f- name for it would be, like, childhood wounds. Hmm.
1: That's
2: a good point. For those daddy and mommy
1: issues well, or i mean they could have been very good dad or very good parents they're just you know very successful and people have expectations because your parents are so successful yeah mm-hmm. i can't mm-hmm. imagine being michael jordan's son because he mm-hmm. was not a he's good just basketball <laughs> player like his son didn't even make it to the nba yeah yeah Yes, yeah, he's crazy? not the he's best not basketball that guy player in the world his son um, didn't even go pro i
2: mean think about lebron Bronny, you know Right. I don't yeah. think he's That's gonna Hush get. Rough. No, yeah. he's pretty good. But yeah, he, but he's not LeBron. He's not, there's only gonna be like one LeBron. But he's still he still. he like a cardiac arrest?
0: He had some issue. That so did. he's
2: got some health problems that is, are probably not gonna. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. I mean, he at he this, this be, point,
0: he's his, gonna his dad topic. was literally nicknamed the chosen one. Yes, like they're saying, he's got.
2: He will be the same as his dad, but he can pave his own way.
0: Yeah, as we all should. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, in the area of um, ourselves and kind of getting to know ourselves a little better um, before we kind of move on to uh, familial and friendships as an area to focus on, um, it's just knowing a little bit uh, about what your weaknesses are and I mean, I touched a little bit upon that with with, with the bowling uh, story, um, but we also need to know like some of them are fixable, and if not, they need to be mitigated. Um, knowing our blind spots can help us, you know, guide on what actions to take to better engage with others. Um, so, so, so if we know that we have abandonment issues, um, we need to see that, recognize it, so that when something like that comes along in the dating space. We can have a game plan, as Abby likes likes to say, a game plan of how to address it.
2: Well, apart from the judging thing that, um, that self righteousness um, that some books call it, um, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, some random book. So random book. <laughs> I mean, yes, uh, I wasn't thinking about the Bible, but yeah. Uh, Another weakness of mine that I've, I've started to address more and more, that I feel like has helped me in my relationships is the whole you factor. A lot of the times, like when we're, um, we're talking to someone, it's like it's because of you, because of you. Like I did this because you did this, and it's not like I'm perfect. I still struggle with that, but a lot of the times I'm trying to reframe it towards like I feel this whereas like going back to the i statements taking taking ownership of it Mm -hmm. um it's something that i still continue to work on that i have to catch myself um and it's like harder when i feel invalidated when i'm not heard right so like here i am Mm. trying to like my hardest to communicate myself in a healthy way Mm -hmm. but the other person doesn't even stop to listen or just totally zones out so yeah i guess that's one weakness that i feel like is something i'm working on that when I do go into a relationship will be of great benefit.
0: No, I feel you. Um, what about, um, you, Mike?
1: Oh boy. Well, you know, I actually don't have any problems, so, uh, I, have, I have, no, I have no, weaknesses, so let's continue. I'm no. so,
0: I am so glad to have you as a friend. And I'm also so saddened by the fact that you're, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Delusional? <laughs> no, no, dirtied by my imperfection.
1: Uh, so I'm fortunate. so
0: sorry to kind of put that on you. I'm throw sorry to, <laughs>
1: but somebody has to. Uh, somebody, somebody has to, has do to it. be the standard.
2: No. Um, <laughs> Such a hard burger. I've been thinking
1: about that because you know there's just so much.
0: <laughs>
3: I mean, if you <laughs> don't have one extreme have to, to no,
1: no, here I'll tell you
0: what. Think about it for a second. Okay. Um, one area that I struggle a lot is with the minutia of life. So the day-to-day, um, it's just, Benny. Uh, <laughs> I struggle with the day-to-day like routines. I don't know why it is, but I just can't, like my mind is just so occupied with other more important things. I mean, as soon as I wake up, I pray and then I'm just so preoccupied with, okay, I got to make sure the podcast is edited, that my work is done, that, Uh, you know, did I work enough on my novel this week or, you know, like, well, I have to go to tennis at some point during the day. When am I going to go? Like, did I make sure to hydrate before I get there? So like, like my head is just so into focusing on, on success that when it comes to, I mean, I'll be honest, washing my dishes. It is, so, it is such a hard... It is such a struggle for me. I can tell. It is
1: <laughs> don't worry. I, I struggle too. It
0: is so hard for me. Or like, I'll give you another example. Um, sometimes I start laundry and then the next day I'm like, oh crap, I forgot to switch it out. Uh, and then I have to rewash wash the clothes it. <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Like a total noob. Oh, so man. it's just like the small things in life that I don't know why, but it's like they just but I don't know. (laughs) So what that tells me though, is that when I, when I, like, when I look for a partner, um, even though I'm working on mitigating them, I know that I need someone and I'm looking for someone who can enjoy the in-betweens of life, the in-between of the events. Um, because I, I don't, so I need to piggyback off of, Their experience and feed off of their energy. Whereas whenever we're doing something, I'm all in, I'm there, I gave 110%. So, having someone in my life who can help with the slow moments, um, I feel would be incredibly beneficial. Um, So, I feel like that's one of the reasons why it's super good to get to know your weaknesses, get to know who you are, so that you can, you know, plan um accordingly it. and
2: it,
0: it, our end game here as a dating podcast look for someone who can help you compliment that
2: yes i remembered what i was gonna say earlier um and i feel like a good way to come up with a plan mm-hmm. is with a professional because a lot of the times we come up with unhealthy coping mechanisms for those weaknesses Mm. like for example we may have high expectations so then you say i'm gonna work on that so usually people revert to no expectations and that is not the answer right or um for example like i have trust issues so then it's like i'm just not gonna share so like mm-hmm, a lot of the times mm-hmm. we come up with unhealthy coping mechanisms. So when we are really intentional about working on these weaknesses, it is good to go to the Bible, to go to a health professional, to come up with healthy things to actually help with the problem, not to ease your anxiety or ease that fear by doing the opposite. Because it's so easy to go into I right. don't care mode
0: and to seesaw. Mm-hmm. between one extreme and the other
2: and i feel like i saw that in my life like a lot of the times especially younger i had really high expectations of people of just like the world and when it wouldn't come about it's like well like my world was destroyed <laughs> uh, so then i reverted to well like okay well i'm not gonna have high expectations anymore i'm just not gonna expect anything from anybody Mm. And obviously then it led to me kind of having this I don't care attitude like oh you can do that whatever I don't care um and I feel like I still see some of those uh uh rem- remains of like that kind of I don't care attitude that I still have to work on even mm-hmm. though I'm addressing of like it's not I don't care attitude anymore it's I see what more you're of saying. like I'm not expecting all of this like I know people are imperfect and they make mistakes but there is something I, like, there are expectations that we should all expect, like respect and I like that. clarity and communication. Like, that is not asking a lot. Because I feel like a lot of the times you can say, that's asking for a lot. And it's not. It's asking for basic human decency. So looking for help to properly make a plan is good.
1: Agreed.
0: How are you, Mike? All what right, so I of, um... finally,
1: after thinking long and hard, I finally <laughs> figured out something. And it kind of almost, I guess, stems from what you guys both just said. Um, you know, I, from a very young age, I've always been big picture oriented. And so, mm. <laughs> like, I remember one time, this is back in elementary school, I might have been third or fourth grade, and we had a, you know, school project um, that we had to do and we had to like design like a board game or something or some kind of game
0: that's it that's kind of cool actually.
1: yeah i love you know i i I, when i first heard i was like oh man this is so cool and Mm -hmm. then my mind started racing i had like all these huge ideas and then you know i you know just had a picture of what i wanted you know and i'm i'm a creative person i like you know doing creative things and so when i started to do it though Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Was it exhausting for you? Yes. And I
1: painted it and turned out really, it was so embarrassing. And like I, everybody else was finished with theirs and I had to stay in during recess to finish mine because I could not finish it. I couldn't do it. I wanted, I had something in my mind but didn't realize how much work. Goes into it.
2: The perfectionism,
1: the perfectionism <laughs> of like getting it right. That, no, but, well, but no, just, no, he's
0: talking I'm about just too grasping the idea. Mm. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, like,
0: like idea wise, he grasped it. Yeah. But the actual steps to get there, he's like, oh man, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is not
1: it. <laughs> and I, that was fourth grade. <laughs> it was funny. My mom was a teacher too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know that that always stuck with me. I don't know why that just came into my head, but you know that's kind of stuck with me still like i've always been that type of person like i have ideas and it kind of stems from what you were talking about you know the daily minutiae it kind of goes to that you know there's steps to things right right you're not just gonna you know for me you know want to get my pilot's license want to go into medical school there's a lot of steps to that now thank god i've been able to do those steps i just have one more step left but i'm <laughs> yeah i'm uh, get your stuff together know, michael right? it's just it's a big step but it's just one more step but mm. like it's taking me you know some time to do it where i sh- probably should have done it already and and that and i can look at that in many things in life even when it comes to other girls mm. you know i and and i've <laughs> i've tried to counteract that um, but like yeah i mean i've gone straight to the punch sometimes sometimes mm. it worked you know, like ask a you know girl to go out, and I mean, I literally met a girl in the airport, and we went out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember that. Yeah. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. But like you know, if you're trying to establish something that's lasting, you can't rush it. it. it you can't rush it. It takes time. It takes steps. It takes um, tact. It takes tact. Like it can go a of like
0: relatively fast, but there's you you like you still can't rush the stuff. <laughs> yes, you can maybe speed run through them mm-hmm. in some situations. But you can avoid the steps.
1: Yes, exactly. There's, There's steps to it. And, you know, a friend told me that, you know, you don't date to get to know someone. You date someone that you know. Or like that, you're already friends. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you don't date to get to know someone. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, you're, you're dating. Yeah, them that is that, that's know, just good advice. I mean, obviously, you're gonna you know know more about them while you're dating, but like,
0: right, right. There's you don't levels wanna, like, to get
1: this. To that relationship, like, commit to that person, and you still don't know who they really are. Yeah, you should already know who they are, and, and that takes steps, that takes levels yeah. to get to, and so that's where i think i've been well that's where i you know from like clearly f- being in fourth grade have always st- struggled <laughs> with that and so it took me s- some realization and still it's taking some time to uh, get to that place where i can just enjoy the you know the steps it takes you know take there. time get to know the person mm-hmm. and, and s- advance things with god I think a good way center. to
0: frame it would be to have fun with the steps um,
2: enjoy the journey.
0: Yeah, I mean, enjoy the journey, and and that's again easier said than done, um, because again, a lot of times um, it's like Michael was saying, it's difficult for him, uh, and and it's not just it's, it, it's, it's not just him. It, it's difficult for a lot of us at different points in time. Um, so, that with that said, I I guess I want to stop us here. I mean, this is a good stopping point um, to just kind kind of as a as a recap, we talked about the. The importances <laughs> 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 forgive me we' talked about the importance of mental health in the context of dating right we talked about how um, the internal health is you know equal as important as uh, as, as the physical health uh, we talked about how um, if if we don't deal with those things we can um, approach the wrong person you know either with mommy or daddy issues um, we talked about that. Uh, and also we talked about how um, that without you know getting to know ourselves it can lead to choosing like I said the wrong person to date um, in terms of you know um, looking for a savior uh, to your specific you know trauma or you know childhood hurt um, rather than a partner. And then we also talked about uh, kind of the three easy action steps to get a mental health. Abby mentioned number one you know go to God He's the one who, he, he he came to heal our insides first, then our outsides when it comes to you know e- e- eternal life. Uh, the second step we talked about, I'm um, talking to a mental health professional uh, and going to see the benefits that they have, which Abby was talking about them being a soundboard and them helping you frame things and identifying blind spots so that you can then deal with those issues. And then we also talked about the third step, which is getting to know yourself a little better, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and dealing, you know, so that you can learn to deal with those things and also taking inventory of your family and your friendships. Um, and then, you know, also learning how to frame your past and things like that.
2: And um, before we end this episode, um, we I should say that um, we've talked about seeking help and um, there's so many... They, therapists out there and you're like where do i start well um if you're an adventist and you're looking for an adventist therapist there's um this network called abide network it's a network of adventist therapists and coaches who are throughout the country who are willing and able to help and also there's um regular avenues like betterhelp.com you can also find a christian therapist there i mean i'm not saying christian therapists are only in certain places and i'm sure there's more websites out there but those are the two off the top of my mind where you can go seek a professional if that's what you desire um there's also your pastor too where he can orient you on the spiritual things and your spiritual walk with god in working through that sentence so i feel like that was an important thing to have in this episode
0: Thank you for pointing that out. And um, just before we go, um, I guess I just want to leave you, our listeners and us, with just pointing out that this is a lifelong journey. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, a path to a better mental health is not a like, okay, I did it, now I'm done. It's a, always a progressing thing. So if you feel like you're behind, there's no need to fret. There's no need to worry because, we all had to start somewhere. Yeah. So don't feel like, um, oh, I have to get my stuff together 100% mm-hmm. before you start dating or no. before you start meeting someone. We, you know, even though those are good, these are good things to take into account and to kind of, um, as a sort of quasi checklist per se, it's not an end all be all. Um, just get started on the journey, talk to God. Find a health professional if that's something that's for you and spend time with yourself. At the end of the day, a better you is going to mean a better partner for your partner. And if you like your partner, you're going to want a better partner for them, in which case that's going to be you. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And I would just like to say, (laughs) we keep saying, um, because for me, you know, I've always thought that, you know, I was lacking in an area or I wasn't good enough or people were better than me. You know, I had like low self-esteem for a little while. And, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people have those, you know, thoughts and struggles. And I just want to let people know that, you know, wherever you are in life, whether you, you know, are single or not, where you, you know, there's things about you that you want to change. It doesn't mean you're necessarily, um, or it doesn't mean at all that you're behind the game, that you're, um not good enough everybody has a different life everybody has a different story everybody has different backgrounds very true <laughs> life treats different. people differently i already said last week or we already made the point last week that this world isn't fair e- either right you know that that we live in a sinful world things happen but that doesn't mean you're uh necessarily worse than somebody else because you're not having uh, certain experiences in life, or you're um, struggling with other things that you think other people aren't struggling with. Even though we know a lot of people still struggle with these things, they just don't admit it, right? So yes, just uh, realize that we're all on the same playing field here. Because to Christ, we're all the same. To Jesus, he sees us all the same. We all need him as our savior, so. That's what I, you know, tell myself. And that's why I just want to let people know that, you know, we're all the same here. Don't, don't, don't ever feel like you're beneath someone.
2: Yeah. And we all have our our own journeys and um, God's timing is perfect. And a lot of the times you may not know of like, oh, well, how do I work on this? Or I'm not ready to work on this. That's okay. Right. God's going to guide you in the adequate time um, because sometimes you may want to rush into fixing something, but you may not be ready
1: for that something. And It doesn't might mean open... you're not a good person if it's, you're not it's, ready. It's, like, exactly. Just because like you're not it's, ready it's, doesn't mean like you're a I bad mean, person. White where,
0: where she says, God does not lead his people otherwise than they themselves would choose to be led if they could see the end from the beginning. In other words, if God has put a pause on you, on me right now, if we could see the We would be like, thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting that pause on me. Came and be like, oh. I would have okay, done that we were... too. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
2: Or if we could just see everything that's in our unconscious. A lot of the times we want to bring up everything in our unconscious and it's like it's there for a reason. But I'm glad, like, yeah. I'm glad we use, don't see like, everything because, like, man, it's not coming up. Sometimes it's for a reason and it's to save I mean, you. It's
1: a blessing. Because yeah. if yeah. I knew the path that God was trying to take me, I would mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad, he's, like I'm glad I, I see through a glass dimly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Here, um, why so. don't we go ahead and pray? Father in heaven, thank you for loving us the way that you do. I want to thank you for having been with us throughout these this what past two or so hours. And Father, I just want to pray that the message gets across here, which is that you want to save us and that you want a healthy dating life for every single one of us. And Father, part of that dating life is a healthy us individually, internally. Father, you desire to save us from sin and to save us from ourselves even. God, I pray that we, as we begin to tackle the internal issues, you can be with us every step of the way. Thank you for being there, for being with us, and for providing solutions where we ourselves can't see them. Be with us throughout the rest of this week, and thank you for loving us the way that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for spending time with us in The Pursuit. We're very excited about continuing the conversation on Christ-Centered Dating. We'd like to hear what your thoughts were on the episode or even a personal story that fits this episode or that topic just right. You can do so on our social media channels at thepursuitall1Word.bs or on our website at bearstone.com forward slash the pursuit again that's a bearstone b-a-e-r stone.com forward slash the pursuit you can find future episodes wherever you listen to podcasts as well as our website where you'll find exciting bonus content we'll be releasing very soon A special thanks to Attractive for making this episode possible. Attractive is a web firm that specializes in making and maintaining uniquely functional and appealing websites for Adventist organizations. Whether it's your local church, junior academy, conference, or camp website, Attractive would be more than happy to make sure you're representing Christ in an attractive and functional way in the digital realm. You can find more information about Attractive and their services at itsattractive.com. Again, that's all one word, I-T-S, attractive.com. Thanks again to Attractive for making this episode possible. We appreciate you spending time with us, and I hope you'll join us again soon. Cheers.